Blog Talk Radio. I hear a lot of talk about old-time great fighters. I hear people say that Joe Lewis, Jack Dempsey, Jack Johnson, Jim Jeffries, and all of them would have annihilated the likes of myself, Muhammad Ali. After watching these films, watching their opponents, watching their styles, watching how they fought, watching the footwork and their speed, it may come as a shock to you, but I say that I would have beat every heavyweight that ever lived before me. Joe's gonna come out smoking, and I ain't gonna be joking. I'll be pecking and a-poking, pouring water on his smoking. Then this might shock and amaze you, but I will destroy Joe Frazier. I'm knocking out all bones. And if you get too small, I'll knock you out. The cameraman, everybody follows me, I'm so great. He will go in eight to prove that I am great. And if he want to go to heaven, I'll get him in seven. He'll be in the worst of fix if I cut it to six. And if he keeps talking jive, I'll cut it to five. Hey, I'm the king of the world. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold it, hold it. you're not that great. I'm a bad man. I don't want You know what time it is. It's time for the majority decision. Coming to you live from the great state of Texas, right here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Greg the Truth. Co host of this show is the Black Belt, Mr. Payoff. I want to thank everybody for tuning in live. I invite you to follow us on Twitter at Majority MMA. Like us on Facebook, The Majority Decision. And if you have some time, I want to invite you to go over to Heatwave Sports 1340. AM and check out a previous show from last Sunday night to which I was a guest on that show talking mixed martial arts. But um, let's cut through all of the all of the uh, preliminary stuff and get right into where we left off from our last show. And uh, let's talk Fayaz a little bit about the main event at UFC 200. Uh, we did get to get into Misha Tate's loss, or should I better say uh, Amanda uh, Nunez, super impressive win over Misha Tate. What did you think about that fight? Man, I don't know. if I, I don't know if you can remember back previous shows, but I've always said Amanda Nunez is just tough. And I picked Misha Tate just because, you know, I'm a longtime fan. Of course, you want to see her defend this trap after she would for so long to get it. But uh, she didn't look right. Um, she just didn't look like she was feeling it. And once Amanda Nunez hit her and caught her flush, it, we, we pretty much knew it was game over. She wasn't going to make it through the round. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if she'll uh, – she'll, She'll make it back to that realm of earning another title. So you got too many other girls coming up, man, Juliana Pena. And, you know, you got so many other younger girls coming up now. Not younger, but he's got so many other up-and-comers coming up. 
you know, she's going to have to really dig deep, you know, to, to stay in that contention. Yeah, I agree with you on uh, as far as Amanda Nunez's, Nunez's uh, ability. Um, I, I also thought that Misha was going to win that fight. And basically after, and I don't know if they confirmed whether or not she got her nose broke or not, but without question, after she ate that first big shot, yeah, it was over. She was done, and she looked like she did not want to fight anymore. Um, and that's you know, a bad someone thing. looks like they don't want to fight anymore, <laughs> uh, the end is near. Yeah, that's a that's a uh, that's a horrible thing. I mean, when you when you're covering up your face and you're trying not to get hit, you know, I don't know. Um, you know, I don't I don't know who all their coaches are. I would imagine, you know, they taught her uh, not to keep her head on the center line, but she didn't really have a lot of head movement. And, you know, once she got caught, and Amanda Nunez can hit hard, and uh, she's a little bit bigger. Once she hit her, I mean, it was just it was just too much. And I didn't think she was going to last the round, and, you know, that's what happened. She didn't last the round, so. Hey, props to Amanda Nunez, man. I don't, I don't, I don't like to uh, discredit somebody's win by saying what the other guy did wrong. It doesn't matter what the other person did wrong. It just means that the person who won did everything right. Well, the only thing that uh, Misha Tate did wrong was eat that punch right into her nose. Um, ah. There wasn't really anything else she could That's do right. about that. Um, but. You know, one of the things that always interests me about, um, you know, I almost hate to bring this up because I think it sounds really bad, but is it just me or does all the Brazilian women look like they're on steroids? Um, you know what? I don't think there's no confirmation that none of those ladies are. So that's all speculation right. on my end. I don't think Amanda Nunez is. I think she she looks I mean she looks pretty natural. She doesn't look like she's over the top crazy, you know. She looks like maybe she 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 looks like, you know, a CrossFit person or something like that. She doesn't really look like she's way over the top. Now there are some Brazilian girls that you look at and you go, Man, you know you know, there's 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 something there, but you know, for the I mean, most I guess, part, I guess there's, been is, there's been a few. There's been a few. They don't all look like Yeah, There's been a few, but I understand what you're saying. When I look at, when I look at uh, Misha, let's just take Misha Tate, Holly Holm, and Ronda Rousey. They're all very lean, very, very strong. Clearly, obviously, they're professional athletes. They take care of their bodies. They do everything they can. Right. But when I see Amanda Nunez, uh, Raquel, uh, no, excuse me, Betts Correa, um, yeah, ladies, ladies along Christiane Santos, you know, I don't know, man, it just seems a little fishy to me, and I and I almost I almost hate to even say it because, you know, I don't want to I don't want it to sound like I'm coming off like uh, sexist or, yeah. You know, Anything like I would that. say, I you know you I I wouldn't say they all use them. You know, it, 
you, they probably use supplements like anybody else, and you know you you like put John on Jones enough muscle. Supplement. You put you, yeah, right. Well, you know, apparently, uh, <laughs> apparently his supplements, you know, is it was one of his supplements that caused that, right? So you know, that that causes you saw to fail, but. You know, going going back to the ladies, I mean, you you could make that case. I mean, you could make that case for Holly Holm, man. She's got big old muscles, right? I mean, she just does. You know, when you when you see her, you know, not when you when you see her not at fight weight, just walking around weight. I mean, she's she's got some, you know, she's got some size on her. I mean, she's don't get me wrong, she's fit, but you know, she's got some size on her. She's got some muscles. I mean, it's it's just the way. It's, I think it's just the way they look, man. But you do something for so long, and you put on that much muscle mass. I mean, you know, you're just you're gonna look like that. And you know, when you're looking at women, if you see, you know, it's it's easy for you to say, "Hey, look, man, you know, maybe that lady's, you know." But truth of the matter is, well, I think you know they're I, I just. Think that's a good point. Truth of the matter is, I don't I, I don't think they're all you know like that. I think it's just you know yeah, you're I not would, used to seeing yeah, so many I, women with muscle mass. And I and I wouldn't want to. I don't want. And like again, if if that, if me making that comment offends anybody, I, I I'm not trying to come across that way because I would say the same thing about men about the the men and I have in the past. You know, yeah. you look at a guy and just uh, almost assume that you know this guy's he, he's gassed up. And, oh uh, yeah, especially you know so. Um, Especially but, uh, Vitor. You know, how many times have we said that about Vitor? Yeah. You know the yeah. difference. You know the difference. Yeah. That last time he fought Weidman, was Vitor clean? Yeah, probably so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He just yeah. didn't look. He just didn't look the way he looked the last time he fought in Brazil. I mean, it was just a night and day difference. You just know. It's just, a, it's just they just look a certain way. Now, does it does it always help them? It would be called performance enhancers. Does it always help them? Uh, not always. Not always. A lot of times, the skills win. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I definitely would tend to lean in that direction. But, but you know, and, it, and and again, to to your point, you know, the punch that landed on Misha Tate, laser right on target. Uh, you know, steroids didn't yeah. cause it to punch her laser right on target. So, right, 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 but, exactly. But anyway, let's no, jump off. No, yeah, no, no matter what anybody uses, right, you know, it's, it isn't the, you know, all the, all steroids do, right, is enable you to recover, is to recover at a quicker rate so that you can train harder in a camp or whatever, or what have you, or whatever sport you're doing, right? That's all steroids actually do. They don't cause you to be all of a sudden, you know, an amazing kicker, an amazing puncher, you know. It, none of that happens when you take steroids. There's, the training is still there. You just, you're just able to train longer because your body recovers quicker. That's all it is. Uh, so with Amanda Nunez being the new champion, we have Holly Holm. She's got uh, Valentina Shevchenko. That's probably the next high pro, higher profile fight between two of the ladies that's coming up. If Holly Holm is impressive in that victory, 
I would think that she would probably position herself for the first shot at Amanda Nunez. What do you think? I think so. I think that'd be a good fight. They both they're both gonna be they're both gonna size up well, right? They're both bigger Venom weights. Um, Holly Holmes gotta beat Valentina Shevchenko. If you know anything about Valentina Shevchenko, I mean she was a brutal kickboxer. And uh I would rank her up there with like uh um uh Joanna Young Jacek. I would I would as far as kickboxing skills go. And I think she was like fifty two and fifty three and one before she got into MMA. So if that girl learns a little bit of, you know, grappling defense, I mean she's I mean she's pretty she's pretty brutal. So Holly Holmes is gonna have a a lot a lot going for her because she's got a little bit more MMA experience. But if Valentina gets the best of her, she can pick her apart just the same. Yeah, I, I, I like that matchup a lot. I think that that will be a very tactical fight. Um, the yeah. women's bantamweight division's kind of been an interesting place because when you look at the, the, the you know, you got Misha Tate coming off a loss, Holly Holm coming off a loss, Ronda Rousey nowhere to be found, Julian Pena coming off right. some wins, Gadzingano coming off a loss. Sarah McMahon, I don't know what's going on with her. Um, I, I want to say Shevenko's coming off a loss. So that's the top seven. Any big win by any one of these ladies, any oppressive win could put you right up there for a title shot. So I think if I'm any one of these or, or an injury, uh, you know, to, to a potential challenger, uh, you know, I, I'm ready and I'm waiting by my phone and I'm hoping to get a phone call to get an opportunity. Oh, yeah. Any one of those girls could get it. Any one of those girls could get that phone call. So you got you got to wait. I'm not sure who they're going to give Amanda Nunez next. I would think it would be the winner of uh, Valentina Shevchenko and Holly Holm. But uh, since that's right away, maybe they do that and give Juliana Pena the winner of one of them and give one of those guys a title shot. 929-477-1077 if you want to give us a call, if you're listening live. A um, little bit more leftovers from UFC 200. Brock Lesnar, potential doping violation for a pre-fight non-competition drug test. Mark Hunt coming out demanding all of Brock's two and a half million. Man, I think it just happened at a worse time. Yeah, I think he only asked for half, but still, why wouldn't you? Well, you know what yeah, I mean? I mean, he can ask for whatever. He's not going to get anything, but right. you know, at the end of the still, it's. Man, I mean, with John Jones going down, Brock Lesnar criticizing John Jones for going down, um, you know, uh, this uh, this drug testing is knock them out one at a time, man. It, uh, people need to get clean, and they need to know what they're putting in their right. bodies because this stuff right. is, well, is, is, is knocking people down. Apparently, well, you saw it was pretty strict. Right. You you saw her pretty strict. 
apparently apparently if you have too much caffeine in your body within a 16 hour period you can fail you you can fail you saw the test you can fail you saw the test if you have too much of certain supplements in your body because they may have something in it right so you know on one end these guys are trying to make money because they get all these uh, supplement companies that are sponsoring them, but they can't take any of the stuff or they shouldn't take any of the stuff because they may fail their USADA test. So, you know, it's, uh, I don't, I don't know what they test for. You know, maybe you just test for, you know, if you test for PEDs, you know, at one point, um, I had heard, about a child gymnast a while back getting in trouble because she took ibuprofen, right? Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? Because she took mm-hmm. ibuprofen. Well, it's a performance enhancer. It caused you to feel better so that you could train longer and you could outperform everybody else. I mean, really? I mean, there's got to be a line somewhere, right? Well, I think it's, I, I, you know, while it hasn't come out and it may not come out what it is that they took exactly, which from what I understand, USADA does not release what they failed for. Uh, only, yeah. you know, the person who failed can say it. But I think it's safe to say that these guys aren't failing drug tests for taking ibuprofen. And no, 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 no. You know, I understand that. With, what I'm trying to say and is, and I know that's not what I know. And I know that's not what you're saying. But I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. I, you know, my, my point is that you know, man, these guys need to get clean. I, I mean, they're costing themselves money. Uh, it's the same thing that I've said for years about Nate Diaz. Dude, stop blaming the testing. Stop. You know, I know, I know, everybody thinks marijuana should be legal. Well, guess what? It's it, it's not. If you're a fighter. It's not. I'm sorry. So yeah. when you're going to fight, don't take it. You know, I, I know some people's opinions on PEDs are, are that, you know, well, people should be allowed to take them, whatever. Well, guess what? It's illegal. You can't take them. So don't take them. You can't take them. You know? Right. It, it's on you. It's not on the people testing it. Be smart. It just drives me crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, ha- you there, there's, there's obviously, there, there's obviously a problem with that, right? You can't, you can't fight it if you're taking, right? But if you're getting, you know, if you, if you're getting busted because, you know, you took, you know, wh- whatever you took, and it had nothing to do with PEDs, or nothing to do with anything else, or, you know, like I guess uh, John Jones got busted for estrogen blockers, right? Well. Most guys take estrogen blockers when they come off of a cycle. So it's automatically right. assumed that, well, what do you need those for? And that's why he's looking at a two-year suspension. Yeah, well, 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 not only that, but it's because that particular estrogen blocker is on the list of things you cannot take. So, Correct. You know, it, it, it's, I don't know. And John Jones is probably, and Nick Diaz, you know, two, two completely different cases. Two, two completely different substances, but those two guys are great examples of that they have cost themselves millions of dollars. They're not telling how much John, if John Jones gets suspended for two years, 
that's a that's probably that's probably an eight to ten million dollar loss right there. Oh yeah, for two easily, years. easily, easily. And, uh, we don't know that's what it is, but yeah, it's uh Yeah, right, right, right. But but you know, it's just man, I don't know. It's it's crazy now. So let's talk about something else. Did you did you see the picture of, of Cyborg Santos's head? Yes I did. And uh it was uh it was brutal, man. I saw that knee happen and, and I completely forgot it was him. But I saw that I saw that knee happen. This guy, um, this guy fights. You know, very. It's very reminiscent of the way Anderson Silva fights. He's very kind of point stylish. He tries strange things. He's. Uh, you know, I'd like to see him fight. You know, tougher uh, competition. See how we uh, see how he does. Uh, you're talking Michael Page. Yeah, Michael Page. I can't remember yeah. his name. Oh. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think I think he's a pretty talented guy. I think uh, he's got a big upside. But uh, man, if, if you if you have not seen a picture of Cyborg's head, man, uh, check it out. We have it on our Facebook page. Um, brutal, brutal skull fracture. He ate the yeah. ate the jumping knee, leaned right into it, man, and it's pretty serious. Oh yeah, it was bad. Um, yeah, and it's a pretty serious injury. He had to go to surgery. Um, man, I, you know, you hate to see anybody get that level of an injury. Um, but uh, Michael Page is an up-and-coming dangerous guy. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. He's, uh, he, does, uh, he does pretty uh, – he, he, he does very Anderson Silva-esque-like uh, movements. Very John Jones like movements in the cage also, and uh, the guy's kind of a freak. And uh, I'd like to see him fight yeah. better competition, man. It, that was a uh, a ridiculous knee, and uh, just a crazy time to throw it. <laughs> but he landed it, and he crushed uh, he crushed Cyborg's face. So that was, you know, that yeah, that was literally. very pinpoint, very accurate. Yeah, literally. Um, UFC. Uh, Fight Night 91 was this past Wednesday. A couple of pretty interesting fights on that card. Uh, the, the, the biggest uh, fight of interest to me um, was uh, Tony Ferguson and Lando Vantana. Lando Vantana, 8-0, uh, very young in his mixed martial arts career, took the fight on short notice. And, man, he almost uh, – and he was a big dog coming into that fight, odds-wise. Yeah, he was. He, he almost changed his life and Tony Ferguson's life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you know, uh, what's his last name? Bonata. Man, he yeah he had an inter- he had an interesting fighting style. Um, very very similar to the way Michael Page fights, as a matter of fact. And I I think that. If that guy didn't take that fight on short notice against Ferguson, I think he could have beat Ferguson. I mean, they were going back and forth, man. That was a great fight. I think that guy just ran out of gas. He ran out of yeah, gas. He, he got he, he ran out of gas. He got stuck good a couple of times, and uh, you know that was the end of it. You know that it was inevitable. Yeah. That was the end of it. He he stepped up, took that fight. But I'd like to see that guy uh, full camp. I think. I think he's somebody you gotta you gotta watch out for. Yeah, definitely. I think he made some noise there. 
and I'll be interested to see who they match him up with next. But, uh, yeah, the gas tank was definitely out there towards the end of the first. And uh, going into the second round, he kind of uh, started use a lot, utilizing the uh, hands-down, chin-up method of stand-up and uh, ate a lot of jabs, which I was surprised that Tony didn't go to the jab sooner given the reach, reach advantage. He landed a couple of good times early, but then just kind of stayed away from it. You know, like we've said before, you know, strategy is one thing, but when you get wobbled, uh, strategy kind of goes out the window. And uh, that's exactly what happened oh, yeah. to him. Oh, yeah. Man, those guys were throwing awesome techniques. It was a great fight. They were dropping each other one, <laughs> one at a time. And it was, just, you know, just an amazing fight, man. It, you know, Tony Ferguson should get the next title shot. It should be him and Eddie Alvarez. Yeah. That, that should be the next Yeah, I think fight. so. Without question. Well, was that uh, Ferguson's ninth in a row? Yeah. Eight, I mean, or, eight or nine in a row fight. for him. It was eight or nine, but yeah. It was it was ridiculous. That guy, he, you got to give him a title shot. You can't deny him. Eight eight fights in a row, and his fourth performance of the night of night in a row. Yeah, this, you, yeah. you have to give this guy a title shot. You have to. If you don't, I think it's a disgrace. I mean, who's left for him, right? I mean, you just you have to give it to him. Nine fights in a row. Let's go, man. Let's uh, let's give him Eddie Alvarez. Let's make that fight next. Those guys will throw down. Till those guys, those two guys will fight like there's no tomorrow. Those two guys will fight like there's no next minute. I'll put it to you that way. That's uh, that's a fight. That's a fight everybody should want to see. Yeah, definitely. And how about uh, John Lineker, man? That guy's a dangerous puncher. Yeah, at, man, uh, Lineker. Uh, at that weight class. Yeah. yeah. But I'm anxious to see what happens when you get Lineker into the second or third round. Does, uh, you know, does that stay yeah. with him? You know, as he moves up in competition, somebody's going to drag him out into a further round, you know. Right now they're just giving him guys who will get in front of him and stand there and brawl. Well, you know, let's put him in front of somebody who doesn't want, who doesn't brawl, and see how that, and and see how he turns out. Yeah, that's true. He, he's he's got a pretty impressive record since coming to the UFC. He's looking at nine. He's got a nine and two record, but outside of Michael Madon- Michael McDonald, he hasn't really fought anyone. No, he fought uh, Ian McCall. He fought Francisco Rivera, but. Uh, you know, those guys are kind of fringe guys. I think Ian McCall at one time was considered top-tier guy, but I'm not sure that's the case anymore. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you. I think you got to see how well this guy can do deep into rounds and then also against the top three, top four in that division. Definitely. I'd have to I'd have to agree with you on that. And uh, hey, who knows? Lynn could get up, could get up there in his punching power, man. Maybe we could uh, maybe he could make a run. Yeah, he, I mean, with that win, he broke into the top five. So yeah, um, you know, the only his next thing is, be a big one. 
do we, you know, do we, do we know if Lineker is going to be one of those guys or because he's just right now known as just a big puncher? Is that all he is? You know, is there more yeah. to Lineker than just that? Right. Is he one? Is he a one-trick guy? Well, I think that's going to about close it down for this edition of the Majority Decision. Thank everybody for listening. We got uh, UFC on Fox. That is the home versus Shevchenko card coming up on Saturday. So we'll be back here on Friday talking about it. You know what we think and how that fight's going to turn off, turn out. Thanks everybody for listening. I can't wait. We'll be back. Have a great week. We're done. Thank you.